1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon. So I just got back into town from a two-week vacation in the North Carolina mountains, and it was amazing. And I did work a little bit. I did client work just a tad while I was on vacation, but one thing I didn't do was any of my own marketing, and I'm so glad because it saves so much time. So you want to know the real problems with content creation? So it's like being on a treadmill. Every single week, you have to come up with a new blog, a new podcast, a new video, and then that doesn't even take into consideration your social media and email marketing. It never ends. It goes on and on. And that's one of the reasons why so many small business owners fall off the content creation train after just a few weeks. Or like when I went to vacation in the North Carolina mountains, it would have definitely fallen off then. I just wouldn't have wanted to spend the time that I had scheduled with my family to be doing my own marketing. So, you know, small business owners, they'll start out really strong with their content creation, but then they might find it a little bit hard to keep up with the pace. And then they find themselves falling behind or maybe missing a single episode or a single week or like myself could have potentially missed two weeks while on vacation and before you know it your content's been pushed off onto the back burner. So working in the digital marketing and virtual assistant industry I've been fighting against that urge for the last 20 years. After all, you know, you have a nonstop barrage of content coming at you on a daily basis. So on top of that, you know, how do I keep on top of my own client's content while also creating my own content week after week? So the key to that is that I batch all of my content. So that means that I create all of my content at one time. So for example, when I went on vacation to North Carolina, you know, rather than trying to do the work while I was there, I do all of my content creation ahead of time. I batch it all together. So I'll take a couple of days each month to sit down and create all of the following month's content. And that way I can focus the rest of my time on my business and on my client's business without having to worry about keeping up with the constant demands of content creation. And I know, I know writing four blogs, even in a day can sound overwhelming, but believe me, if you sit down and get it all done at once, it's a huge time saver. So I get a lot of questions from clients on what types of content can I batch? So blog posts, of course, they really are the staple of content creation and a crucial part of building a fantastic website. They're also an indication of how a small business views the importance of their online presence. So abandoned websites have always reminded me of haunted houses. So, you know, those homes with the boarded up windows and no one's lived in them for over a decade. Those homes are almost impossible for real estate agents to sell because potential buyers recognize instinctively that their condition is deteriorated over the years. And that exact same instinct kicks into gear when a potential customer sees an old website that hasn't been updated in months. They instantly recognize that the business doesn't seem to really care about their website. And thus, maybe they don't really care about their online customers either. So the best ways to avoid the trap of an abandoned website is to update it on a regular basis with a blog post. So unfortunately this content marketing strategy can take up a huge chunk of your week. You know, there's planning, writing and editing the blog which can consume hours and even longer if you aren't a writer or writing isn't your thing. And the way to fix this is by batching writing that content and by writing four blog posts at a time you won't have to worry about keeping up with them for the rest of the month you'll know that they're all written they're edited they're ready to go they're scheduled to post on your website at the appropriate time and if you aren't a writer then maybe paying for a professional writer to write your content ahead of time can be a very wise decision to keep your website up to date as well as provide you with content that you can use for, say, social media or email marketing. In fact, I have had several clients over the years tell me that they were super apprehensive to have someone else write their content. Then once I took it over, they would follow up by saying that they were not only very pleased with the content, but having it completely off their plate really gave them the time and the really the space to focus on the parts of their business That they really can't hand off you know that really zone of genius that only they can do so the same goes for podcasting so podcasting is something that many small businesses have started exploring as a component of their content marketing strategy they've also discovered that it can also take a ton of time and while podcasting doesn't necessarily require the same level of writing as say a blog post does Unless, of course, you're writing your script ahead of time, but the recording, editing, and posting process can be really time-consuming. And trust me, when I first started this podcast a few months ago, I didn't realize how tricky it would be to keep up to date with the recording and the editing. And you know, I knew it was a lot of work because I do it for clients all of the time. It was very different when I was doing it for myself. So I knew I needed to make a change in the way that I did these things. So of course, I batch all of my podcasts now. So rather than record one a week, I record four of them at a time. And this strategy allows me to edit them together as well, which further saves time. So now I don't have to stress about keeping up to date on my content. I know that I'll have everything ready to go weeks in advance. And in my opinion, it's the only way to do a weekly podcast without losing your mind. (laughs) So then we get to videos. So everything that I just said about podcast also goes for videos. So I'm sure that you've heard of YouTube burnout, right? So even the most prominent, successful YouTubers will eventually run out of gas when writing, recording, editing, and posting a video every single week. It's an incredible amount of work. And by batching together all of your video preparation, you can simply schedule your videos to go out at predetermined times. And hiring someone to help you edit your videos, that can also be an excellent way to reduce the burden on yourself and get every video out of the door on time each week. So another piece of content that you can batch are lead magnets. So lead magnets, they're a little bit different from blog posts or podcasts or even videos because there is rarely a predetermined due date attached to them. So when you create a lead magnet, the intent is to provide your customers with free but very valuable content that you can exchange for their email address. And this really helps to boost your business's email list. But with that in mind, having at least one lead magnet is a must for every business. But if you want to appeal to a variety of different clients, then you really should create multiple lead magnets, preferably one for each of your offerings. So whether you have services or products, you really want to create different types of content for those different audiences. Creating these can consume an incredible amount of time, which is why I recommend doing them in a single block as well. So there are several ways that you can cut down on the time required to create lead magnets. So creating a lead magnet template can be very useful, as can repurposing some of your older blog content. But generally, i found that the best way is to get them all done at once. So you can take maybe a morning on the weekend and really sit down and write and edit a few different lead magnets. You might also want to bring in some help as, you know, Creating a lead magnet is much more than just writing the content. Once you've written and edited the content, you have to package it in a beautiful design so that when people download it, it looks really amazing. And then, of course, you've got to get it set up on the website so people can easily download it as well as integrate it with your email marketing system so you can set up an amazing nurture sequence that will help convert them into a paying client in the future. So there are a lot of moving pieces and you definitely probably wanna bring some help in so that you can put more of your focus on your genius area instead of all of these little odds and ends that need to be done. And then next are online courses. So batching together digital lessons for an online course in my opinion, is 100% necessary. So if you're running an online course, the last thing that you want is for your students to be waiting on you to complete your homework in order for them to move on to the next lesson. So if you're presenting online courses, you really should have all your lessons written, edited, tested, everything, even before your product goes live. That way, your students will be able to do the course at their own pace Or if you're dripping the content out, you're not frazzled and worried in the 11th hour that I haven't done the lesson for next week, you know, no one's going to have to wait on you and it takes a lot of stress off of you. And really the only way to do that is to batch your course lessons and then let it all roll. So when it comes to batching your content, there's really six steps that I follow. So I start with planning everything. So before I even get started batching content, I start with a plan. So first you wanna consider the type of content that you're going to be working on. If you've created that kind of content in the past, then you can use that information to create a projection of the amount of time that it would take to complete a month's worth of that content. And then next you wanna figure out when you want your content to be published. You don't want everything to go live at once, obviously, and instead you want to parcel it out over the month to maximize that engagement. And you also want to make sure that you're sending out your content at times when the majority of your con- your audience can check it out. So, you know, posting a blog post at 3am probably isn't going to be an effective content marketing strategy. Next, you'll move into brainstorming. So after you've created a plan and you know when you're going to post, it's time to figure out what you're going to post. So I find that brainstorming is one of the most effective methods for coming up with original content topics. So I'll start with a simple list. I'll try writing it down rather than doing it on the computer. I find this works better for brainstorming sessions. So I'll jot down any ideas that pop into my head and you know, I'll kind of think about all of my products and all of my services and questions that I've been getting asked regularly. And I'll just jot all of those ideas down. And then I'll consider those ideas in the context of the type of content that I'm going to be creating. So for example, if you work as a coach and you want to have a weekly blog, then you might look at some of your thoughts on paper. So you might be writing down coaching and life and health. And, you know, you may come to a blog topic such as coaching, how to improve your life and health at the same time. Once you have those thoughts, Then you want to move into step three, which is creating an editorial calendar. So once you have all of your ideas down on paper, you really need to get them into a formal organization, uh, really into a content calendar. So an editorial calendar, it's a breakdown of your content topics into the periods that you want to send them out. So personally, I organize mine month by month, and I do have a editorial calendar that you can download at jennylioncom forward slash content calendar. So you can check that out, but you can break it in to different slots, so maybe one for each blog or one for each podcast or video. And then you'll wanna add a brief description of each to remind yourself of what points you wanna hit on for each topic. And then as I complete the process, I check them off as I go. And the other reason why creating an editorial calendar is so important is that it provides me with a roadmap for scheduling all of the content, so email marketing and social media. And if you're posting something on, say, a Tuesday afternoon, then you want to make sure that all of that supporting marketing content's ready to go right after. And then next, you'll move into writing and recording. So this is kind of the hard slash fun part, right? So production tends to be the most time-consuming part of content creation. So if you're writing a blog, you need to compile all of the research, make an outline on paper, and then write each section. If you're working on a podcast, then you need to prep your recording setup and have your notes and your talking points in front of you. And of course, you need all of your equipment set up. You want to make sure that your mic is working and that you have a webcam if you're doing a video. And batching your content can make this part of the process seem really overwhelming. I mean, after all, if you're writing approximately 4,000 words for four blogs, that's not easy. And that's why I believe in hiring professionals to help you, for sure. I help all of my clients with this. You know, even if I'm writing all of the content for them, I can send it back to them and they can look over it and they can make any type of tweaks they want, or, you know, maybe they want to change this to match their voice more. And the nice thing about working with the same writer over and over again is that I learn your voice. And throughout that relationship... You know, they end up doing less editing, if any, editing each week. And then step five is moving into post-production and editing. So you've written your blog or you've recorded your podcast. So now it's time to punch them up a little bit. I mean, you never want to post a blog or a podcast without going through it to make sure that it's the best it possibly can be. So for example, there isn't a professional writer on the planet who would send a blog post off without putting it through a grammar check. And in that process, you might notice some places where maybe it's a little bit awkward, you know? That way you can do an on-the-fly rewrite and make it even better. And if you're podcasting, you don't want every single hmm, hmm, um, right? To be part of it. That's why you need to edit. So this part can involve putting your theme music at the beginning or, you know, having an intro outro, but it can also be super time-consuming, especially if you've never edited before. There's a lot of podcasting programs out there, especially for beginners, but you might want to consider saving yourself the stress and hire a professional editor to put all of the pieces of the podcast together. It'll not only save you time and frustration, but it also delivers a better product. This is something that we do for all of our podcast clients, and they're always very happy (laughs) that it's not on their list of things to do. And then last but not least is to review. So you've done all of the work creating your content. You now have say four blogs ready to go. They're scheduled out, but hold on a minute. Before that, you should really do a review. You wanna make sure that everything is really 100% ready to go. So for blogs, this can involve simply reading through them one last time to notice any last minute errors. So a trick that I like to use is I read the blog out loud to myself. If I stumble over some words, or a section just doesn't seem to really flow correctly. That might require a rewrite, and that's okay because it just makes it better in the end. And for podcasts, I give everything one last listen, especially if someone else edited it. You don't need to do it at full speed, especially if you hate hearing the way that you sound. You can always speed it up. You know, doing this will save you valuable time but you just want to make sure that you pay close attention as it will go by much faster, but you just want to make sure that it is exactly how you want it. So what did we learn today? Well, let's kind of go over everything that you can do to save time by batching your content. So you can batch everything from blog posts and podcasts to videos and lead magnets, and really any other type of content that you release on a schedule. And batching your content can help you batch things such as social media or email marketing really any type of digital marketing and when batching content you can make a plan beforehand and make sure you're brainstorming your content ideas on paper before finalizing them as topics and then once you have them finalized as topics then you can pop them into an editorial calendar to make sure everything goes out on schedule And writing up a blog alone can take up hours. Writing four can take four times as long. So really consider asking for help and bring in a professional writer or editor to make the process go by faster for you. And make sure that you record all of your podcasts at once or write all of your content at one time. But take the time to edit all of your content, especially if someone else wrote them, just to make sure that they are all in your voice. So no matter what kind of content you're creating, it'll take time. I mean, it's just the nature of the beast. Blog posts, videos, podcasts. I mean, these are things that give small business owners a tough time. I mean, if you want to give your own blog writing a try, I do have a free blog breakdown workbook that you can grab. I'll drop it in the show notes, but you can grab it at JennyLyon.com forward slash blog workbook. And inside it you'll find all of the steps involved in creating a really well-crafted blog that converts your website visitors into customers. And if you don't have time to write your own content, even if you're batching it, I can help there too. I handle the editorial calendars, content creation, content posting for all of my clients and always recommend that they batch their content. That way I can write everything for them at one time. They can check it all out. It can all be scheduled ahead of time. Easy peasy. And if you need any help batching your content, then please reach out. I'll be happy to help. If you like what you hear on the podcast today, please consider rating and reviewing my show. You can just scroll down to wherever you're listening to this podcast, tap to rate with five stars and select write a review. I'd love to hear what episodes you enjoy the most. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the podcast. I'll be adding new content weekly. And if you're not subscribed, then there's a good chance you might miss out. Well, I hope you found this podcast on batching all of your content to save time in your business. I'll see you next time on another episode of Digital Marketing
0: Made Simple.